Hey everyone, welcome back to my strange podcast. This week, uh, I think it's the 11th episode of the podcast. Um, I'm going to be talking about this really cool thing going through my brain. Um, preconceptions, essentially. Throwing away your preconceptions and pushing forward as a creative. Um, so, saying hello to you all is me, AJ. Uh, if you want to follow new episodes of this podcast or watch new videos of the Creative Void video series I've been putting on YouTube on Fridays, uh, check that out at youtube.com forward slash AJ Burgert. Um, or you can like my Facebook page, uh, which is uh, forward slash AJ Burgert official or at AJ Burgert on Twitter. And if you don't know how to spell that, word I keep saying, my last name, uh, link is in the description or the show notes, because <laughs> I can totally sympathize with the complicated, odd names and spellings. Done it all my life. Anyways, so uh, all the links, like I said, are in the description. Subscribe, follow, like, wherever, so that way you can find those things when they do come out. Um, like I said, the videos are every Friday, and this podcast is every Monday. Let's get to the good stuff. So this week, to jump back into the creative void idea, um, I've been thinking a lot about how we function, if that makes sense. So creatives tend to get lost in their own world. I know that sounds kind of dumb, but then that's obvious. But I, I mean this more in the sense of we're very... We aspire to a lot, and that's a great thing. That's probably one of our best qualities as creatives, or just, you know, really anyone in general, but specifically creative people, because all this myriad of the webs of thoughts and connections we're making, like, on a sometimes on a minute by minute, second by second basis of all the stuff we're working on, and it all just coalesces in this big mess of what we see in our future and what new messes we want to make and and all this great stuff. But, you know, when we're jumping into all this crazy stuff, it comes out of inspiration initially, right? You watch a film and you're bawling. You're just completely in you know, a mess. You you watched Wally in 2008 or whatever that was or... Um, what's the new Disney Pixar Coco, um, which I've yet to watch, but I've heard a lot of great things about, um, as well as tons of other stuff that's probably lesser known, but also just as great. Y you know, it connect with the connected with you. You love how watching that film made you feel that that film put together by by people you've never met, never heard of, and may not even ever get to meet. It made you feel so deeply and just strongly. And even if that film or some other film was a complete train wreck, you know, it's that so horrible that it's just horrible. It's not even so bad it's good. It's just bad. Maybe you'd want to try your hand at doing something better. In, in either case, it comes from a place in you that is good, hopeful, and really is just excited to create something you know we all kind of start in this th that position early on I mean you already have 
after all the stuff you've watched and listened to growing up, however long, you know, you see kids that are like, I don't know, five, six years old doing stuff that you're like, I was not doing anything when I was five or six years old. And, you know, great for them. But even in that time, they were exposed to something, some, you know, some song, some artist, some, you know, whatever that initially just kind of triggers that thing in us that even at that young age we're really excited by and want to emulate or take and and do in our own way um not necessarily just better but just you know it do our own thing the weird thing is is that there's a lot of dissonance between that initial drive and how we see ourselves and actually trying to do what we imagined to begin with. And it doesn't help that we're constantly surrounded by people who are doing something in the vein of what we want to do. And, you know, and that this applies um, to graphic designers, to artists, to painters, to musicians, filmmakers, you know, business entrepreneurs, media influencers, anybody. You know, they seem so successful, you know. That others even approach their success in ways that they're more true to their idea rather like who uh, their idea of who they are rather than and their idea of success than outward validation from other people like even the way they approach that you're like oh i wish i was that uh confident or that you know con- content with you know my level of success and what i'm doing you know even even so I feel like it, like their lives are so distant from our current situation. I mean, it's like it, it's as if more than it's more than just a grass is greener feeling. You know, it feels like there's a missing piece between the two things themselves. You know what I mean? Like the bridge between the two is just you're on your own way. That thought made no sense in my head just now. <laughs> and, but, but, like, yeah, the, the the missing piece is there. If you could just find that perfect piece between the two, I mean, it would just build itself and you'd be on your way. That's my thought. There you go. That makes made better sense the second time around. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sure a large portion of all those niche entrepreneurs and influencers you see on social media... And I, I see on Facebook sponsored posts now a lot. Um, and I, I don't know if this has anything to do with I, um, because I have my own page, um, which is AJ Bruger official. And I, and I've been trying to use that and, and do more with that. And I keep getting like recommended. You should do an ad for this, or you should, you know, promote this post, boost this post or whatever that maybe I'm being, you know, Facebook targeted for ads about, you know, people i guess who are influencers or you know there's one guy um i mean there's a few of them but like like home studios recording studio stuff um which that you know uh, anyways that's neither here nor there but it just made me think about that because these people are making decent like probably a decent supplemental income on providing methods for others to build that bridge and there's nothing wrong with that I mean, in fact, I'm I'm really all for helping other people trying to accomplish and create. 
Um, but there's a reason they're even doing it in the first place. And, and, it, and it's it, because it's more than mentorship, really. I mean, there's an obvious need there, or at least a deep desire for other people to find that answer, that missing piece to get them to where they want to be. You know, this is like the self-help crowd in general, <laughs> like, and not again, not to put anything down about that because a lot of great things have come out of it, but I, you know, just that whole specific group of people, they're just trying to provide us with tools and advice and lessons and stories and things um, to help, you know, help them out to get more people on their main mailing list and, you know, in that respect, but also wanting to put good things out there, um, which is a good thing. But I mean, this probably has a lot to do with the preconceptions we have in our process of looking into the future and trying to figure out what we want to do and who we aspire to be. I mean, I want to see myself in someone else's shoes a little bit. Not exactly, but you know, I mean, in just in that sort of position. And I imagine myself in these kind of positions all the time. I mean, we all do. Um, you know, I wonder if I had some established audio studio, recording studio set and, and working, you know, what would I act and do and how would I, you know, how would that happen? And, or, or not necessarily how it would happen, but how, you know, how would I go in my day to day in that kind of position and that job where I'm basically running that studio or, or a part of it, or same with like a video studio or if I was going completely on my own and not having on salary for being on salary for somebody else, what would I do in order to just, I don't know, to make music? Like how would I go about making money or how would I go about playing shows and doing things that I hopefully on the back end will help me support to keep to do more stuff. You know, it's that whole process of seeing ourselves in those positions and it really helps you think through things. And I'm more than willing to do what I can to get there. But what I'm not realizing in the process of that thought is that I'm already kind of acting out of my own preconceptions of those things and those people and what they might be feeling and going through and how they, um, you know, how they feel, I guess. And the hardest part of, you know, realizing that is that it leaves you feeling a bit lost and unsure of what you're doing is it really worth the time and going to result in a life that satisfies you in some way? You know, it's probably a lot easier than than we make it out to be. For instance, so I may think that I want to build my own base of like graphic design clients, people who want a, a personalized and effective design, uh, you know, design effort for their own business or whatever it is they're doing. They're coming to you because they want you know, great killer images to put on Instagram. They, they want those overlays. They want those effects, that Photoshop touch, not, not over Photoshop, just enough to make it, you know, cutting edge, make them, make it relevant, you know, or, or whatever it is. So if I were you now, I, I, and I'm trying to do this, you know, right. You know, so I scour Instagram or Twitter for those people that I start to idealize for their ability to be in their business and keep clients and make new clients and and they make it look so dang killer while doing it like they just make it look so exciting i guess is probably the best word because not not easy 
Um, because a lot of them own up to the fact that it's extremely tough. It's rough. It's hard to get, you know, through a lot of things. And even to the point where they're at now, where it seems like they're really successful and everything's going really smoothly. It's still not always that easy. Um, but it still looks so cool. And the fact that they're approaching it that way, you're like, Oh, I wish I was it. I was, I could say those things and be kind of confident and, have gone through those things, but anyways, between your random client leads and free gigs that you're trying to start this graphic design thing going, you know, it can feel like you're doing it for, you know, nothing. Or, I mean, because it leads to a lot of dull moments that feel as if your aspirations are, they're on hold because you can't figure out how to make it work. And the core of the problem there's is that you really have your own preconception of what your future should look like still and it's based on what someone else's life looks like right now just because they work in the same medium or the same you know doing the same work kind of work that you do i guess and it makes sense that this happens because we're we're often told that life has direct cause and effect relationships so like in our capitalist and I don't know, mechanist, if that's even a word. Society, it, ooh, I just bumped the mic. Stop swinging your hands, AG. No one can see it. <laughs> that's how I think. I, I do that a lot. I, I noticed this earlier, uh, was it was today or yesterday, that I move my hands a lot when I'm talking sometimes. If I'm really, like, on the front end of a conversation or something, like, I'm really, like, you know, hammering at home, getting animated and excited, but right now it's just my voice, so why nobody see, see, seeing that? So I am doing that in case you want to paint a picture. Um, to paint a better picture, I'm actually sitting in the spot where I've, I'm recording most of the solo podcasts like this in my nice little cozy spot I finally made in this room with my desk and my two screens here <laughs> and a uh, bunch of random can, you know, dr- you know, energy drink cans on my desk and. So a Pringles can, uh, you know, headphones, yeah, fun stuff. Kind of boring, but hey, you, I'm painting a picture. So cause and effect relationships is where I was, I think. It, it's everywhere. If you work any kind of retail job, if you work any store job, if you work anything in business in general or manufacturing or, you know, like anything business related, it, it, you get that kind of you do this, it will result in this. Like mathematicians and scientists, it's very much this in a lot of ways. That you, if you do this specifically, it will cause, or do this cause, it will have an effect, this specific effect. But our personal lives and relationships don't function like that. You know, you could put the same effort, more or less, into different friendships over the course of years or whatever and get drastically random experiences and you know you could be put the same effort and get have a friend that's been around for 10 years and you tried the same for someone else that you were interested in spending time with and it just doesn't happen you know you don't get that direct exact return on it it doesn't mean you're not friends with them or anything but just like the effort going into it is you know not going to result in a specific thing on the back end so What's becoming more apparent to me, uh, you know, especially lately, is 
the things I spend all my time doing and working on and what I'm things I'm working towards are they're always there. They're always more or less going to be there. You know, they're what I daydream about. They're what I waste hours and hours doubting that, you know, I can even do them. And I devote long periods of time in my life cultivating and working on them and hoping for them. And even some of the ways I go about working on them or creating them or, I mean, they're completely fine. I mean, you know, I think about now, like, you know, working on videos and stuff like the creative void video series that I'm doing, like, you know, I'm doing everything I can in, in the time that I do have right now to come up with something interesting that I can kind of pour a lot, you know, different things I, you know, like to, that I guess I'm capable of. I don't know, like doing music and stuff and sound and, and some edits and doing some shots that, you know, just kind of putting it together in something that I think is interesting, or at least I have, you know, can exercise that creativity and, and, and make something hopefully that's interesting. Um, if anything, you know, if no one really gives a crap, um, I can say that I like had enjoyed doing it, making it and, you know, so there is that, but the main reason I even feel or think that they may not be right, like the ways I'm going about actually working on them is because I have some preconceived notion about how they could could or should play out, um, especially in order for me to be able to continue doing them, you know, and make a living doing them. And this is all wrong because, again, the disconnect between the idea and the result is still there. And the more um, I've I've really been getting into listening to um, different podcasts lately, um, two of the main ones I st- uh, that kind of got me into listening to podcasts, um, I guess are on hiatus more or less. So I haven't heard anything for a month or two from them, um, so I'm a little bummed. But hey, it's a good excuse for me to branch out into probably a sea of great podcasts that are out there. Um, and uh, I one of the, I, I I don't know how I came across on Twitter of it called the blank pod um i'll probably toss you guys into the description and um into the post about this episode um because i the i think there are uk um two guys in the uk that run this podcast and it's all about their blank moments um and the people that they interview and talk to it's all about their blank moments in their in their lives and their work you know and though, and their whole podcast is, you know, talking about the stories and going into those moments and things, and it's really interesting. Um, it's also interesting for me, from you know, here in the U.S. to um, culturally, even you know, similar language. You know, it's not like they're speaking a completely different language that I don't understand, but it 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 kind of feels like that at times because you got. It's like if you listen to someone speak French or, or or someone who's French who knows French and speaks French speak in English um, and they just because the language they speak so much faster it's kind of like you're trying to understand them um, and you do understand them but it's so quick and um, like I feel like these guys toss in a lot of references and things to a Britain and Britain and England that I just am, like goes over my head but I really enjoy listening to them and talk about stuff in their creative process. Plus I also kind of learned some things about their culture, um, 
that's kind of interesting, you guys. So, you know, keep at it. Um, I'm only a few episodes in and, um, I'm hooked for now. So <laughs> for now, <laughs> now I'll, I'll keep listening, um, and, and looking at for new stuff. Um, keep doing it guys. Enjoying it. Nice little plug for you. Um, but anyways, you know, the more I hear these other entrepreneurs and creator stories, the more I start to understand that the, it's the things that I'm already doing, they're going to open doors and close doors down the road. I mean, the media I spend my free time making, the videos and the music, the podcasts, writing, whatever it is, all these things are going to lead to opportunities and chances to create more, more opportunities to collaborate. And everything that I and, and a lot of you, it's all the, those things we hope for. So, I mean, the key that connects many of their stories and I mean, it's just that they work hard to have a healthy sense of failure, personal drive and what success means to them. Um, I mean, if I, you know, putting that into terms for, for uh, just in my terms, this is exactly what I'm working on. I mean, it's and you're never going to really stop working on it if you're really wanting to do it better and be a better person and be a better version of yourself, I guess, is that, you know, having a healthy sense of failure and what it really means, which means is, you know, didn't work out this time. All right. That sucks. Um, okay, what's the next thing I can try? And you may feel like, oh, I don't even know. Well, take a break. Go do something fun. Try, you know, whatever it might be. And, and you'll probably find yourself back into already thinking about, you know, something else. You know, a lot of times just taking that, that step off after a big disappointment and doing something else. And it's not like forgetting your troubles, but it's like when you come back to it, it really puts it into perspective. It really helps give you a better sense. And then you're able to focus back in on what, you know, well, why didn't it work out? Okay. Well, this, 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 or it wasn't even in my control. It was on, you know, the other side from somebody else and it didn't work out. You know, it, you really get a better sense of analyzing it and just, you know, logistically figuring out what went wrong, but also personally, well, maybe the idea isn't quite there yet. Maybe if I try this, this thing, you know, this version of like, maybe your podcast is kind of like, uh, I really like doing it, but maybe, maybe if I really decide to get somebody else in on it and that kind of scares me a little bit, not because I don't, tr- uh, you know, I don't know if I can trust them or not, but I don't know, you know, then you're counting on somebody else to be in the process, you know, maybe that's something you could do and it might, and it might work out and it ends up being way better than you thought it might be. So for me, I could see that maybe some people don't find like these kinds of podcast episodes like that interesting, (laughs) or uh, maybe they're just plain boring. I happen to disagree um, slightly. (laughs) No, I I mean, I I can get some, why some people might feel that way. Um, And not to discredit those people who might feel that way, but right now I like doing this for a multitude of reasons. I mean, number one, it keeps me creative. Like that in of itself is worth doing it and making it better and trying to do it better and be better. Um, I mean, two, it gives me an opportunity to put my thoughts 
ideas and sort of reflect on them and put them down in like a written form and a verbal form and you know audio form like all those things and that is really good too because um, what I'm currently doing for work you know you you talk and try to communicate things and you're helping people and doing stuff but you're not really not in this way you know not like I, I really am aiming towards working on specific like being a uh, like vocal presence and stuff, uh, you know, whatever that might be. And doing this allows me to get more experience doing that in a little bit of a different way, a little bit more of a casual way to kind of, you know, and then work on it. But it, and, and it also allows me a chance to, like I said, speak and talk and record and also to just share those things with other people. So for all those reasons, um, I continue to make this podcast something hopefully special because it's not just a productive thing, but it's also kind of a heartfelt thing in my life and my creative journey that so far. I mean, it's something that's I can I can go back to and keep working on and hopefully connect with you guys over these things that we all kind of go through at times and you know all that stuff. So to others, it may it may not be like even like a a smart or economical thing to do like I, I in this wave of podcasting that's happening right now um, or you know if you even know that's happening it kind of feels like it's sort of an upswing and people realizing the value of this and you know I can I can attest to the fact that maybe that's um, inadvertently that's kind of how I got sort of into it like you know it's not like oh this is a cool thing I should be doing this but it kind of was that you know like the intention was you know I already am capable of doing something like this it's kind of touches on all these things I always tried to do and and, you know like I've been thinking about this and I'll probably talk more about it at some point about you know how those things are kind of connected how I got to this point of doing you know what I'm doing right now and it's kind of interesting to see that and piece it together after the fact of these little bits that I did this and I worked on this for a while and I didn't know why I was doing it and I stopped doing because I was like this is dumb there's no reason you know I could do this and, you know I don't or maybe I shouldn't be doing this it just doesn't make sense it you know no one really cares or something <laughs> you know and to get to the point now where I can see those things kind of connected and everything is a little bit of an experience writing or a little experience doing this or you know learning the tech of having to do do something you know so in this whole wave of people jumping into podcasting i feel like there's a lot of them who may be seeing it as like a either an economic opportunity for the business to reach to people to be relevant or or something like that um or they are trying it because maybe initially really seems like something cool or they listen to some really high profile people if you want to call them that do some podcast episodes or something and doing interviewing and stuff that's always been interesting and it's been a media a core of media for a long time is people talking about what they're doing and um you know having a fun time and doing games and stuff i mean think of all the late night talk shows that are out there daytime shows or whatever this is like the core of media if we're really thinking about it but um, podcasting is a little bit more in depth. It's like you're able to really get into the people having who are really good at doing this can you know have 
people with really cool stuff going on or they're just interesting as a person or maybe you know they just happen to be in the, um, working within that day and are like hey do you want to hang out let's do this podcast episode we're going to talk about this stuff and maybe you can talk a little about what you do and then they're really good at making them feel comfortable and and really wanting to dive into stuff and even just come it's like stepping into those conversations for me a lot of times or if somebody's doing something like this like what I'm doing right now it can really just it feel like you're having a, sort of a conversation with them even though you're really not it's I don't know it's a weird little ground there where you just feel very connected to it um, especially if you find it interesting whatever it is they're talking about so like I'm not approaching this you know even though I feel like a few of the podcasts I listen to they it really get that I also kind of wonder if they'll keep doing it you know once you know it becomes a little bit difficult to manage it in their schedule or something you know I feel like, you know, I don't know that take that as you may. But so, for example, I'm not making any money doing this podcast at this point. It's it's not just because it's still fairly new, um, even though I'm like a do- almost a dozen episodes in. Uh, I mean, I, if you think about it, I have just over 50 cents from some of the anchor spots I did, um, all, you know, on most of the episodes except for the last few I think that's it like it's like 54 cents or something um <laughs> and it's just because I uh, it was really just an experiment to kind of try that um and I kind of want to do some stuff like that in order to maybe help support the podcast or you know f- set up some way to for you, for anybody who happens to be listening who really is getting something out of this to donate a little bit you know I mean honestly that would be amazing um but my reasoning and my impulse for doing this podcast is not because it's not driven by money or for business, a business decision or to be relevant or whatever. It comes from those kind of meaningful places in people and for me inside me that it just wants to express and relate and help those around me no matter where they are in their life and their work. And, you know, that's not to say I won't try and find some sort of cohesive and like seamless kind of way to try and earn some money by doing this or like I said you know doing some kind of you know um donation type thing or something um so you guys can support so that way I can continue to do it um of course I will but you know it's not gonna be a financial decision to keep doing this really um so I'll be the first to admit that I don't really care for the money side of things um if that's not obvious already (laughs) money driven media it, it tends to just foster a culture that not only it, it not only cares about something i mean it just cares about something if it's marketable and it completely disregard it if it's not i mean there's probably thousands of films i've never seen or heard of over the years that are likely all around better pieces of art than most of the trash comedies I've probably watched more than once. I was literally thinking earlier this night, this evening, night. <laughs> I felt evening would be a little bit more, would class up this it, um, em, guilt of admission or whatever. Um, but Blades of Glory, if anyone's ever watched it, I saw some post on Twitter or something, and it was just like a clip of the movie. And I was thinking, you know what? I hadn't watched that in a while. If you really think about that that movie, it's not a. <sighs> It's not like a, you wouldn't call it a piece of 
art. I mean, people who worked on it, um, they put a lot, you know time and effort into it. But and, you know, it's a comedy. It's Will Ferrell and um, John Heater at the peak of John Heater. Um, you know all that stuff, and Will Arnett and <laughs> Amy Poehler. Uh, just to drop name drop all that. I like it for different aspects of it, but it's you know it's not a piece of art. I would say is like you know a film that's tr- takes itself a little more seriously. I would say you know great movie in my opinion as far as comedies go. It's I guess it's more pretty decent, but. Nevertheless, I understand, you know, the importance of stretching yourself in order to learn how to support your life financially, but when you think about all this stuff that's kind of out there, you know, they're, they they're there to make money, essentially. I feel like the drive behind that movie was the nugget of an idea that somebody had who's um, like Ben Stiller um, or whoever is involved in that film. I've off the top of my head, I forget, you know, they have those ideas and they work with other creative and stuff, but it's only really going to get put into motion by someone who sees it as being a marketable opportunity based on who's in it or, you know, something like that. Um, so that all aside, I feel like this is kind of the next plateau for me um, in learning and adding a new piece to that bridge to get me to, you know, hopefully more opportunities and people and things. Um, to really understand how to sort of support myself in kind of this changing environment. And it's kind of a cool thing because I get to sort of do this as things are really becoming more decentralized in the sense of like we're not um, all focused right around the main media core companies. Um, A lot of that's kind of been, you know, a little bit more democratized, if it makes sense, to to independents and people that are able to support other small independents or groups um, for things more directly um, more like what they call sort of a premium thing like you're paying for say somebody who makes like specific kind of review videos on YouTube and and does some music or does like a um, does art and or you know or they uh, make you know cool posters or actual like physical works of art or um you know they do music and record covers or something you know whoever whatever it might be they might be able to set up something nowadays to where a small core group of fans will be able to directly support them they're going to be willing to pay you know just a decent like some maybe like a dollar or something if you have it set up for like a monthly thing a dollar a month not a big deal for someone who you know, probably tosses more than that away on a year, on you know, on coffee. If you think about it, that's like 12 bucks a year. You probably spent that in the last two days on getting coffee somewhere or, you know, eating out somewhere. And instead, you put that $12 to someone who, it for like maybe a few, like maybe even, you know, 30, 40 people or something, which for some people seems like a lot, you know. T- you know, just do the simple math you know, or, you know, less than a dollar a month, really, you know, let's say it's, it's up about where it's like $10 over the course of the year, you know, and 10 people, you know, 50 people do that. That's 500 bucks over the course of the year. That may not seem like much, but you know, that's just that if those people all do that, if you provide more value to people and, and do more interesting things for you to you, 
um, and that they enjoy, um, they're willing to be willing to pay more of a premium price for that. So, I mean, for me, I you know not to say it's like I feel like t- any it's sort of a taboo subject because I feel like it's you want to figure it out, but you don't want to seem like you're money grabbing, which you know. So just a mission of that. That's something that I'm working hard to to be respectful of and to understand and just to do remind myself that the motives behind it is not that. You know, I need to understand it and work on it, but it's not the uh, like I said, the drive behind me doing any of this. So, you know, but say I want to be a videographer, you know, why would I work on a podcast if I wanted to do that? Or if I wanted to be a photographer or if I wanted to, you know, I don't know, be a salesman for something for, for you know, like a, you know, entrepreneur, but I'm a salesman for something. I, I mean, why would I spend all the time working on a podcast like this? That's all time, all the time working on that. I could have spent emailing or messaging or researching or talking or going out to conventions and building relationships with people that I can bring value to. I mean, on paper, it may not make sense to other people, but it makes sense to me. And I suppose that's, that's something I need to spend more time focusing on. Um, I mean, in its own way, it's kind of continually destroying that preconception of my life, like what what, what my life should be based on, um, you know, based on what's been done before me and outside of me with other people. I mean, it's kind of like seeing it through the lens of what, you know, whatever a, a videographer or a painter or a singer musician's life could be or what, you know you think it should be based on that like i think i can think of probably list off 10 different bands who do who've been around for a long time and spent a lot of their lives in their music and their touring and their all the in-betweens you know of shows and working on albums and all that stuff all the other little things that have gone on in their lives you know you see a lot of that and you and you respect them a lot that you know for all the honesty that they put into what they do and all that but it still can seem like well it's easy because they've they're able to they've had some level of success or influence with people because a lot of people connected and like their music and share and talk about it you know it's because they have that position now that they can take it and say well even though it hasn't been easy for a lot of this you know now i can kind of be well, okay, but you know, I like to go out to the people and listen to podcasts about people who, even though they have some great stories and they're people as people, they have great personalities and they're just, you know, you know, someone you would want to spend time listening to and talking with or listen to a podcast uh, of them talking about things. I still feel like, you know, even if they're, they, they're still early on in what they're doing, you know, it, it, in a weird way, it sort of seems like even listening to some of these people who have been doing stuff for like a few decades, they talk about their projects as if it's something new and different. Like it's like it, you know, it's all kind of new in a way. I mean, like not exactly, but, but there's always an element of what they're doing right now. They're not sure what it's going to turn into. Like a lot of writers stuff, they not, they have no clue what it's really going to be even though they kind of know their process and what they're interested in and what it might, you know, have an idea, obviously, but 
it's going to be completely different than what they initially anticipated a lot of times. And that's a good thing. But it's almost like they're at the beginning of their new journey every time. So hopefully that's a little of a comforting thought for you. If you're feeling like you have no experience and this is like one of your first projects you're working on, you know, you're working like two full-time jobs or whatever it might be to be able to support yourself doing these things, you know, I get how frustrating that can feel. Um, but you know, you're starting out on it and a lot of people who've been around for a, a long time doing things and writing and or making films and being on sets and stuff, it can feel like anytime they're working on a new project, it's still kind of new. They're learning something new. They're doing something different, you know, and if they're not, then they're probably not really, I don't know, in a good place when it comes to these things that I've been talking about. Um, so, I mean, I've always kind of wanted my life to be its own thing and therefore different. But I also, you know, I often feel, find myself afraid to keep doing the very things that will likely inevitably lead me there. Like, it's it's such a disconnect between those things. Because um, you, you, I want to be this. I want to, you know, I could wa remember watching behind the scenes stuff of films and directors and things years ago when I was really young. And just like I you know I want my life to be its own thing but I see those and I'm like it's very inspirational it's, I just want to be on set just with people making something interesting like this and working at it and then being able to see it come together at the end to be able to touch it up and do all the tech stuff and everything to really get it to look nice and give direction and like all the way up to the very end when you just have to let it out the door to other people you know you do what you can and then it's you know up for everybody else to enjoy and you know it is what it is i mean but just like trying to continue to do the things i'm already doing like right now to keep creating and enjoy my time doing it it'll bring those things i so aspire and hope for like even in the smallest of ways i feel like it's already happening um i mean they're little they're kind of little reminders that if I'm content with my life right now, as, as it stands, my relationships and, and, you know, the progress in both of those things at any given mo moment, I'll be all right with through the failures and the joys and stuff down the road. You know, it seems a little bit more like the circle of thoughts, the cycle is becoming a little bit more productive, a little bit more less self-destructive or at least a little bit more acknowledging that you know like I think about like what I'm doing right now with this podcast you know I'm trying to f sort of find it as I'm doing it you know I feel a lot of criticism comes from myself over the years of just like trying something and just immediately seeing every fault and flaw in it based on somebody else's what they're what they've done or what it could be and my preconceived idea of what my stuff should be or what, you know, if I'm going to do this, then that means it has to be like this or some something like that. It has to be at this level or I have to do it this way. And, you know, not because I expect it to be an exact replica of somebody else's work or what they're doing. But, you know, if you're a videographer, you got to do this. I mean, that's just what they do, you know.
even if I do some of this stuff and really work hard at learning these new things, it doesn't necessarily mean they have to come together. I mean, I could actually put them together. Like even that, you know, take some of the different stuff I'm interested in, video and audio stuff, putting them together in a way that for me allows me to work and try something different. Um, you know, hopefully that's unique to me, you know, you know, to something I've never done before, you know, trying something a little bit different on another video. It It's maybe even just the idea of putting that stuff together itself could, you know, is different from my preconceived idea of what, you know, someone who's a media creator should be, you know, every little bit of these things that I'm interested in all kind of work in tandem at times. And, you know, just trying to find these things as you're doing them and as you're working on them they sort of find themselves it's it's you know that's kind of the process and and realizing that for for me has been really helpful because it takes a little bit of the pressure off yourself you're not putting so much pressure on yourself to make sure it has to be uh you know this means success for me you know even sometimes that you know letting go of what you think success for you is you know you come to find out that you're actually really happy trying this and putting this together and this kind of leads to this and you're like wow i really thought that i wanted to be start my own media company and do this or i really wanted to you know start my own business and i thought this was going to be the way to get there because this is what statistically or historically has been the way for the people that i look up to how they got there but you know that's not how you're going to get there and that's not how i'm going to get to the things I want to I want to try and do because, you know, I'll never really see most of them coming. But because I'm working on my own stuff and doing like this podcast and doing videos and music, just consistently trying to get better at what I'm doing and trying different things and and enjoying that and building that, I you know I really hope for a lot of great things down the road and opportunities to meet some really cool people and you know to branch off and always do more and better and be an inspiration for people who've been where I've been and, you know, been through what I've been through and, and working on things that I, and mediums that I, I work in, you know, I hope for all those great things, but you know, I, I don't have to hold on to these preconceived notions and ideas that I've kind of built up over time, even about my future and what it might look like. So I really hope that helps you. I really hope, you know, maybe just write down some of those things that, you know, what you see your life being like you, you know, maybe just start by writing. I want to be this or I want to, uh, you know, work on this. I want to work with this person, you know, all those goals that you should aim for and write down or, you know, put down how you expect to get there just how you know whatever that might be you know if you want to start a business you have to start up with you know what the process of what the people that you look up to how they start up their business or how they got to the point where they're you know doing their thing you know write down your first initial what you think the process is to get there and maybe think about the exact opposite way it could work out like the most wild ridiculous thing that could have happened that would also lead you to a position 
you know, use your imagination. That would lead it would lead you to a point where you're actually doing a business, even though it makes no sense how you got there at all. You know, I don't know. Just as an exercise to get your mind out of the thought of this is the way I should be able to get to what I want to do. You know, so maybe that helps you. <laughs> um, I guess that's about it for the podcast this week. I really hope you enjoyed this and found something useful in it. Um, in you know my thoughts and my brain or whatever. Um, did something in here resonate with you? Ask yourself this. If it did, tell me about it. Um, comment or message on my Facebook page, um, um, which I link is in the description or on Twitter at AJ Brugert, or you can use the hashtag MSP with AJ. Um, the links are in the show notes. Um, that's hashtag MSP with AJ stands for My Strange Podcast with AJ. <laughs> um, even though this podcast, the home is on Anchor, um, which actually recently has been bought by Spotify um, or acquired, acquisitioned by Spotify. So I'm interested to see how this, this plays out um, because I've started this uh, podcast and its home is on Anchor. Um, but I assume that means at least it'll continue to be a bit available on Spotify for sure. Um, but if you listen to Google Podcasts or you use Apple Podcasts, uh, I think CastBox, Stitcher, Breaker, I've been using Pocket Casts, um, you know, and there's others. So toss this podcast into your downloads or your streams and rate wherever possible um, and just give the episode a quick share on Twitter, you know. What does it cost you? But a few, you know, a click or two. Um, it really would help me out, and I appreciate that. Share it with the people that you know who are creatives or who are looking for new podcasts to listen to. Um, definitely would appreciate it. Let me give me some constructive criticism on this too, as well. Um, I'm always looking to try and figure out how to improve it um, in any way I can. Um, so thanks for checking in this Monday. Um, feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. And, you know, they say hit the bell, smash it, do that kind of stuff. Um, so that way you can get them new episodes of the Creative Void video series in your inbox on YouTube. How cool is that? Um, since apparently you have to do an extra step to do that, feel like I should mention it. Um, I would really appreciate it. And give me a comment on there, too, on the videos themselves. I've been putting a lot of um, mental time and effort as much as I can during a busy week to make them cool and a little bit different and I'm trying new stuff um, to make it a cool experience um, and a little win other window into my life as well as I'm looking to point the camera a little bit outward to um, some other people and uh, start trying that here soon and uh, it's going to be interesting uh, for sure so if you want to see those new episodes on Fridays um, definitely subscribe and bell notify for that uh, I guess that's it for the podcast this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, stay strange. <laughs> <laughs>